As leaders, we can and we should, in my opinion, intentionally choose our words to support and serve our teammates. So with this in mind, with that perspective, with that approach, I want to go through five better ways to ask your teammates the question, do you need any help? I think it's pretty clear as you listen to these, these are harder than just, do you need any help, right? Just asking that five-word question, do you need any help? That's easy. But these are so much better. But based on my experience, personally, that extra time and effort is a great investment. You're going to communicate to your teammates that you are a leader who cares about them, a leader who leads with kindness and confidence like we talk about, a leader who cares for them, not just making yourself look good by offering a casual, do you need any help, expecting the answer to be, nope, I'm good. Welcome to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast, where it's all about connecting people, mobilizing them for action, and delivering results. In each episode, we'll talk about how you can boost your career by mastering fundamental career skills so you can lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Greg Herod. Welcome to this week's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. Thank you for joining me again. I'm your host, Greg Herod. And it's a privilege to have you here with me listening. If you listened to last week's episode, you know we talked about the question, do you need any help? Seems like a simple question, right? But last week, we talked about how that question can be misinterpreted, how there are some different interpretations. I shared mine. One of the action items I asked you to take last week was to think about other ways that your teammates might interpret that simple question or misinterpret the question as it might go. But if you remember last week, I told that story of how I was asked, do you need any help? And it triggered me. It really made me lose my productivity. And it was not a good situation, to be honest. So there are better ways to ask or to offer assistance than simply saying, do you need any help? And that's what we're going to go through this week. Because no leader wants to be trying to help and in the process actually hindering their teammates instead of supporting them when they offer resistance. And that's especially true when we're being sincere and we're doing our best to ask them the right way, doing our best to to do the right thing. I know that scenario can be discouraging and it can make even the best leaders think twice before asking their teammates if they need support. So if we shouldn't ask our teammates the question, do you need any help? Because the risk of those words triggering negative self-talk, distracting them from accomplishing their work, then what should we do? Great question. We can't control what other people think or how they respond. So what actions can we take as a kind and confident leader to offer support? Well, I know I don't have all the right answers, but I do have some suggestions that I've seen produce positive results over the years. And while, like I said, we can't control how our teammates respond to what we say, I do have some good news on that topic we can control what we say. This is one of my favorite leadership phrases. Control what you can control. I think we all know that so many things, most things, are beyond our influence. Even our own initial thoughts and feelings we have when we hear the question, do you need any help? They can't be stopped. 
they can only be processed and reinterpreted appropriately if we take the time to do that. And if we can't completely control our own reactions to what we hear, we definitely shouldn't think that we can control the reactions of our teammates when we ask them a question. We can, however, influence their interpretation of our words and their response. How do we do that? Well, we control what we can control. And what we can control is what we say. That makes sense? To me, that's encouraging news because it means we have the power to bring about the results that we're hoping to achieve. We can take action. We can decide what to do and do it. And that's what good leaders do. As leaders, we can and we should, in my opinion, intentionally choose our words to support and serve our teammates. So with this in mind, with that perspective, with that approach, I want to go through five better ways to ask your teammates the question, do you need any help? I do want to make something clear first, though. Better doesn't mean easier. Let's make that clear before I propose these improvements over that short, simple, easy-to-ask question, do you need any help? I want to disclose something before I propose the, these improvements, I think they're improvements, over the short, simple question, do you need any help? Compared to that familiar phrase, these questions that I'm going to talk about, they're not as quick. They're not as easy to ask. Every one of them involves more than just five words, and they take a bit more thought at first. In saying more than just, do you need any help, it may initially seem awkward. You know, you might stumble over your words. That's okay. Don't, don't worry about that. It's just a step toward making improvement. Improvement as a leader. So having said that, let me take just a, a short digression here. Let me digress just a bit on that idea of the benefits of imperfection. Being a good leader means trying new things to improve. It means getting things wrong at first. It means making mistakes. Being a leader requires us to admit we aren't perfect and then do the things that reveal that reality. I've written that in a, in a blog post. I'll put the link out in the show notes to this episode. I talk there about you don't have to be perfect to be ideal. And that's based on the work of Patrick Lanchoni with The Ideal Team Player. Outstanding book. Highly recommend it. But you don't have to be perfect, even to be ideal, as he described. And you know, those who are watching you and those who are looking to you as an example, they aren't perfect either. Your courage to ask your teammates if they need help using new words, to try new phrases, even if you don't get it exactly right when you say something other than, do you need any help? It's going to be an encouragement for them. They're going to try the same. They're going to see that you don't have to be perfect to improve. And when they see you doing it imperfectly, that's going to give them more confidence to take their own imperfect first steps. And with practice, this new set of questions will become more natural. They'll become easier for you to ask and then easier for others to follow your example. And as you use them regularly, you're going to see a payback on this initially uncomfortable investment you make. The benefit to the person you're asking and your entire team will become evident with time. So coming back off that little digression and getting back on track a little bit, back to these better but not easier 
questions instead of, do you need any help? Let's get back on track here. As I said earlier, we can't control how someone who hears our words is going to react to what we say. Not only can we not control their response, we can't even fully know or understand their interpretation. We certainly can't do this if they don't share their thoughts with us, if they don't tell us what they're thinking and feeling, and many times our teammates simply aren't going to do that. But based on our experiences, we can empathize. We can learn how people typically react to certain words we use. With that in mind then, let's think about these five better ways to ask your teammates the question, do you need any help? I say these are better ways to ask that question, do you need any help, and to offer support, but I admit, I can't be absolutely certain these example dialogues that I'm going to give are applicable to you and your teammates. Still, I'm pretty confident my speculations on how others might respond to these suggested questions, they're not far off from what you might experience when you try them out, because I've tried them. I've used them. This is based on my experience over decades of, of leading teams and leading, leading people. But if they don't work for you, change them. Try something different. Adapt them. Make them fit for your personal style and the style and unique personalities of the people that make up your team. So use these as examples. Build on them. Think of them as templates that you can adjust and modify to use what works best for you. With these five better ways to ask, do you need any help? I would encourage you to think about how the words that you choose might trigger negative responses. That's the key. You want to think about how to avoid words that might cause a negative trigger. Because often with the addition of just a few words, you can help make the dialogue an encouraging experience for the person you want to help. By avoiding those trigger words, you can avoid creating a negative encounter that actually hinders their progress like the one that I described in my story, my personal story last week. With these five examples that I give, or with your own that you make up, try integrating these tips into each of the following techniques or the ones that you create. The first, affirm the progress the person has made. Second, be transparent with your reasons for offering help. Three, support your teammate's ability to do the work on their own. Four, Avoid the temptation to step in and take over. And finally, admit that your offer to help may not be what they really need. I've tried to do that in these example scripts, tried to apply those tips. I just wanted to make those clear and be really intentional so that you saw what I was doing with these examples. We'll go through these five better ways to offer support and ask the question Do you need any help? Number one, offer ideas. On how you might help. Before you casually ask someone, your teammate, do you need any help? Invest some time to observe their situation. Ask yourself these questions Is the person struggling with something I find easy? Does the person dislike doing something that I enjoy? Can I teach them something that I know to help them do their work more productively? I'm going to read those three questions again just to make sure. You have time to write them down. So here are the questions to ask before you just simply say, hey, do you need any help? Ask yourself these questions. Is the person struggling with something I find easy? Does the person dislike something 
I enjoy? Can I teach them something I know to help them do their work more productively? Here's an example dialogue that might go on. So here's what you might say. Hey, Petrina, I heard you say you don't really like organizing the data we get from our customer surveys. I actually enjoy doing that. I'm not trying to take work from you or take over your project, but is that something I could do so I can do that and you could focus on other tasks? So that's what you might say and what they might hear. Lionel heard me when I talked about what I prefer not to do in this role. He knows I can do the job, but he actually likes doing what I can't stand doing. I would love to give him that task so I can go make more progress on this project. See the difference from a response that you might have from a simple, do you need any help? That's one example. Here's another better way to ask, do you need any help? Be specific regarding your availability. If you're serious about really helping the person you're asking, make an offer you can actually deliver on. Being specific with your offer to help others has a lot of benefits. By doing a little upfront planning, considering ahead what you're really available to do, you can communicate healthy boundaries. So when you ask your teammate if they need help, it has more power and more impact, and it's really grounded in reality of what you can do. And as an added bonus, Applying this technique can also make it easier for you to offer help more often for others. You can actually do more. Limiting your time commitment calms the fear that you may have of getting pulled into a project and overwhelmed with work you didn't really sign up for. And you can also avoid any resentment that might be created when you find yourself being asked to help in a way that you didn't really intend. An example dialogue for being specific regarding your availability What you might say, hey Larry, you've been working really hard on your project and I know you've got a tight deadline coming up soon. I've got some free time today from three to four or Thursday from nine to 1030. Is there anything I can support you with during those times? So what they might hear, what Larry might hear is this. Anne's aware of my project timeline. She knows I'm not just slacking off. She sees I could really use some help. She must be serious about helping me if she's already looked at her calendar and she knows when she's available. That's a serious request that I really appreciate. There's a lot of power in that, isn't there? A lot more power than simply saying, hey, do you need any help? Here's another one. Instead of asking, do you need any help? Help as you ask the question. Let me explain what I mean. Help can come in a variety of forms. Encouragement, appreciation, Sometimes that's just as helpful as actually completing the task. And we know, I know from reading the book, The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace, it's a great resource by Dr. Gary Chapman and Dr. Paul White. I'll put the link in the show notes. But people experience appreciation in many different ways. So thinking about that, before you ask a teammate if they need help, consider how you might help them even as you ask. You may be able to do this with something that is simple and easy for you, but has a major positive impact on the other person. Here's an example of what I mean. You might say, How are you doing, Fatima? At the coffee shop this morning, I was thinking of you and the late nights you've been putting in lately. I brought you a cappuccino to give you a boost this morning. I don't know if I can help in some other ways, but I'd be happy to if you have any ideas. So what Fatima might hear is this. What she might be thinking is, wow, 
I don't really have anything I can have Nishi help me with right now, but this caffeine is just what I need this morning to finish off this work. So depending on what language of appreciation your coworkers speak and, and what's meaningful to them, simply thinking of them, bringing them a cappuccino that morning, that might be all the help they need and no further work is required on your part to help them, which is so much better than simply asking, do you need any help? One more. Here's another better way to offer support, offer assistance, than simply saying, do you need any help? Don't say help if you own the work. Again, I'm going to go back to that story that I told at the start of the previous episode where I talked about this person and I didn't connect. We weren't in agreement on who actually owned the work. Like I said then, the word help really doesn't apply if you're the owner of the task. If someone else is working on tasks you also own, your efforts to complete those tasks aren't help. The work to be done is what every owner should be doing. You're not a helper, you're an owner. And that's a subtle aspect of word choice, I know, but being careful, being intentional with the words we choose, it's really important. So before you offer to help, I'm using air quotes there in my mind, before you offer to help someone, ask yourself these questions. Do I have any ownership of the work I'm offering to help with? And did I create the mess I'm offering to help clean up? If the answer to either one of those questions is yes, then help probably isn't the appropriate word to use. Choose language that acknowledges and reinforces the fact that you're just as responsible for completing the work as the person you're talking to. For instance, using our and we instead of you and yours can make a big difference. You both should be investing time and energy to complete the job because as owners, participation isn't optional. So that would have made a big difference for me in that story that I shared in the last episode. And I think it will make a big difference for your teammates as well if you have some level of ownership in what you're offering to help with. So try something like this if you're approaching your teammate in a situation like that. Here's something you might say. Tim, I'm not sure what I need to do next on our project to get it done. You seem to be clear on the task we need to complete. What do you recommend I do next to help us make progress? And here's what Tim might hear. It's so encouraging to know I'm not alone on all this. I was beginning to wonder if Amy remembered that she is just as accountable to complete this project as I am. Now I know she feels the responsibility just like I do. What a difference using a different question, phrasing it a little bit differently can make compared to that simple and easy question, do you need any help? We've got one more, better way to ask, do you need any help? Here it is. Instead of asking, do you need any help? Help before you ask. If you know what needs to be done and you can do it, just do it without asking. Clearly, this one does not apply in every situation. You know your situation and only you know if you have the level of relationship that allows you to take this step. And you might even overstep at times. But you also know the person you're helping. You know if they know your motives and if they'll be offended or not. But if you trust one another and you're familiar with the work they're doing, 
This technique can be extremely helpful to your teammate, and it reinforces the strong relationship that you already have with them. When you take the initiative to do the work you know the person has to do before you check with them, you're functioning at a high level of trust and a familiarity that doesn't exist with all your teammates. It's rare. Similarly, the technique is special, and I encourage you to use it with caution. If you are able to do this regularly with your teammates, be thankful. Your team has obviously invested the time and the energy to build those deep relationships with mutual trust and respect. So here's what this might look like. Here's what you might say. Hey, Joe, I noticed you hadn't picked up the doors for the job over on Monroe Street, and they needed to be there by noon. So I went over there, I got them this morning, I delivered them for you, I knew your schedule was packed, so I just took care of it. Did I mess anything up for you by doing that? I hope not. Here's how Joe might interpret that. I can't believe I forgot those doors. Simone is a lifesaver. I'm tempted to feel embarrassed about this, but she's been in my role before. She knows what it's like to goof, to mess up. I am so glad I've got a teammate like her to cover for me in times like this. What a difference in depth of relationship, in building that encouragement within your team compared to, do you need any help? In this case, Joe would have really messed up and Simone covered for him and helped him because she knew what needed to be done and she knew that Joe trusted her. It wasn't like Joe was going to feel like she was stepping on his toes and they had the level of trust in that relationship to be able to support and help each other way more than just stopping by and casually saying, do you need any help? I think it's pretty clear as you listen to these, these are harder than just, do you need any help, right? Just asking that five word question, do you need any help? That's easy, but these are so much better. But did any of these make you uncomfortable when you thought about actually using them with your teammates? Because frankly, Asking someone if they need help is usually not uncomfortable at all. The answer is typically, nope. We aren't taking much risk, right, when we ask someone, do you need any help? Because normally we don't expect the other person to say yes. We don't have to prepare. We really don't have to think about whether we're being sincere because the chance that we have to take any action is pretty low. Because typically people just want to think they've got it all together. Oh, I don't need any help. I'll just say no. But if we want to actually help the people on our team, if we want to be a cohesive unit, a team mobilized for action, delivering results, we need to invest some time to empathize with others, to understand how what we say might make them feel and react. And we need to count the cost of the offer to make sure we're serious, to make sure we're willing to follow through. So our question to our teammate will require thought to ensure we communicate what we really mean and to make sure we know what we really mean and can commit to. Then we can choose our words carefully, intentionally. We can control what we can control. That is what we say to our teammate. And these things take time. They're so much harder than just asking a casual drive-by, do you need any help? But based on my experience, personally, that extra time and effort is a great investment. You're going to communicate to your teammates that 
you are a leader who cares about them, a leader who leads with kindness and confidence like we talk about, a leader who cares for them, not just making yourself look good by offering a casual, do you need any help, expecting the answer to be, nope, I'm good. So this episode, we went through all of this. It may take some work. It may take getting a little bit uncomfortable to apply these different ways to ask the question, do you need any help? Let's go through these again just real quick. Those five better ways to ask, do you need any help, are number one, offer ideas on how you might help. Number two, be specific regarding your availability. Number three, help as you ask the question. Number four, don't say help if you actually own the work. And number five, help before you ask. Well, that wraps up today's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. I hope these five better ways to ask, do you need any help, really make an impact with you and your teams. I hope they make an impact on you at work, in your personal life, that you can actually partner and engage with the people around you to support them. And I hope, frankly, that other people do the same for you. To that end, would you be willing to share this episode with someone who maybe they've asked you, do you need any help? And you would love for them to ask you that in a different way, to offer support to you in a way that would benefit you, benefit your team. If you can think of a person like that, please share this episode with them. Go out on social media where you see this post, share it from there. You can go to gregherrod.com slash connect, mobilize, deliver. You can share it from there. The show notes will have the episode there as well. Just get the word out on this podcast, on this episode in particular. I would love to have more people listening, more people helping one another in a way that's even more meaningful than do you need any help. Thank you for listening today. Until next week, let's keep leading with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast at gregherrod.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Greg Herod, and I'm glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying the show. You're getting practical tips and strategies to help you boost your career. If you are, I would love to make sure we stay connected. And the best way to do that is through my weekly emails. Just go to gregherrod.com and sign up using the big button in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And once you do that, please check your inbox or maybe your spam folder for a confirmation email. With one click in that confirmation email, you'll have instant access to email me directly. That's an important step in the process because if you don't confirm you want my emails, I won't send you any. The last thing I want to be doing is sending spam. But once you click the button to confirm, we are directly connected. I read every email, and I'll do my best to respond soon. You can send me your thoughts on what you want to hear on the podcast. Tell me how I can make it even more beneficial for you and other listeners. I absolutely want to hear what you have to say. So go to gregherrod.com, click the Get My Weekly Emails button so we can stay connected. Thanks so much. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Until then, let's both keep leading with kindness and confidence. Thank you.